All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. With a little bit more focus on the slimming down in today's episode. From green tea to bitter orange and hoodia to heartleaf, herbal formulations and over-the-counter weight loss supplements are constantly being featured in advertisements online and on TV and radio, and also at your local gym, grocery store, and pharmacy. So do these calorie-burning cocktails actually work, or are they a waste of your money? In this episode, you'll find out what the research has to say about weight loss supplements and fat-burning pills, and you'll also learn how to maximize fat loss with the way that you eat. So what are weight loss supplements? As you'll learn later in this episode, some real foods can be considered weight loss supplements, but for the purpose of this discussion, a weight loss supplement will be defined as any pill, capsule, or tablet that includes herbal or chemical ingredients formulated specifically for the purpose of increasing your metabolism, allowing you to burn more calories, or decreasing your appetite, helping you to take in fewer calories. In the scientific literature, weight loss supplements are commonly referred to as thermogenic aids. Now, there have been many studies performed on weight loss supplements, although most of them were funded by the weight loss supplement industry. But the basic premise of all the studies is fairly consistent. Give a group of people a weight loss supplement, then measure the change in their resting energy expenditure, or the calories they burn while sitting or lying down. The good studies go a step further and also measure the change in exercise energy expenditure, or calories burned during physical activity. One of the most recent and comprehensive weight loss supplement studies to date was entitled Acute Effects of a Thermogenic Nutritional Supplement on Energy Expenditure and Cardiovascular Function at Rest During Low-Intensity Exercise and Recovery from Exercise. I'll make sure to put that full title in the episode show notes for those of you who like to go Google and read studies. In this study, researchers examined the effect of a weight loss supplement that was full of some of the most popular ingredients that you'll find in most weight loss supplements today, including caffeine, capsaicin, which is a component of hot peppers, bioparine, an extract of black pepper, and big doses of niacin, or vitamin B12. The researchers gave men and women of average fitness this weight loss supplement, then measured their metabolism, blood pressure, heart rate, carbohydrate, and fat burning for 50 minutes. Then they measured all those same variables for an hour of treadmill walking, and finally for 50 minutes of post-exercise recovery. Compared to a group that only took a placebo, the weight loss supplement group experienced a resting energy expenditure that was 6% higher, and a post-exercise energy expenditure that was 4-8% to higher. Their maximum oxygen consumption during the exercise protocol was slightly higher, with a small but significant increase in lipid metabolism, or fat burning, during exercise. But that's not all. Heart rate and blood pressure were also significantly higher during and after exercise in the weight loss supplement group. 
Now, before we talk about what some of these fat-burning effects of the weight loss supplements actually mean, let's look at those health risks. In a fantastic article on the Mayo Clinic website, which I'll link to in the episode show notes, you can see a breakdown of popular weight loss supplements and ingredients, their claim, their effectiveness, and their safety. Unfortunately, based on clinical research, many of the supplements are reported as unsafe or banned by the FDA. In most cases, the reason for this is because of the same effects observed by the researchers in the study I mentioned earlier. Many weight loss supplements cause an increase in heart rate and blood pressure that can put the user at risk for dizziness, headaches, seizures, heart attacks, strokes, and even death. That's not meant to scare you away from taking any weight loss supplement. For example, green tea extract, chromium, and conjugated linoleic acid are all on the safer side of the Mayo Clinic spectrum. But any weight loss supplement that contains ingredients such as ephedra, high doses of caffeine, country mallow, or even orlistat, an ingredient in the weight loss supplement Ali, may put you at cardiovascular risk, damage your liver, cause gastrointestinal upset, or just make you feel downright jittery. So it is important for you to understand that in the absence of exercise, most studies agree with the study that I mentioned earlier and show close to a figure of about a 6% increase in resting energy expenditure after the use of a weight loss supplement. And usually that effect only lasts for a few hours after you take the supplement. This means that if you're burning 80 calories per hour at rest, which is pretty normal for the average person, and you're not exercising after you take your weight loss supplement, you're only going to increase your metabolism by about 4 or 5 calories per hour. To put this in context, in the absence of exercise, you would need to take a weight loss supplement for 35 consecutive days to lose 1 pound of fat. Without a weight loss supplement, you could achieve those same effects with just a few days of exercise. In addition, the added calorie burn of 4-8% to 8% that you get when you take the weight loss supplement and add exercise, and the slight increase in fat burning during that exercise, would result in an extra fat burn for each hour of moderate exercise of around 30-50 to 50 extra calories which is about half as much as the extra calories that you can burn by doing 3 to 5 30-second bike or treadmill sprints after your workout. Considering that most weight loss supplements require an investment of a few dozen dollars a month, and in some cases hundreds of dollars, the prospect of making an attempt to tack on a bit of extra exercise before resorting to weight loss supplements becomes quite attractive. So if you're going to take a weight loss supplement, you need to realize that the effects are significantly minuscule compared to exercise and eating healthy. And in most cases, you'll see a very slight calorie burn when you take a weight loss supplement 60 minutes prior to exercise. This very slight calorie burn, however, doesn't hold a candle to the added calorie burn you'll get when you follow a workout routine, such as the one I outlined in the episode, Which Workout Burns the Most Fat? And I'll link to that workout in the episode show notes. So what about weight loss supplements that I haven't mentioned? Well, you simply need to follow the rule of placing any weight loss supplement fat burning effect in the proper context, like I just did. Take fish oil, for example. In the most recent fish oil study, in which individuals exercised for 45 minutes per day while supplementing with 6 grams of fish oil for 12 weeks, the fish oil group lost 1.1% greater body fat. But it turns out that they also consumed an average of 143 fewer calories per day than the non-fish oil group, which means that over 12 weeks they only lost about 0.7 pounds more than the non-fish oil group. Now, compared to that 0.7 extra pounds over 12 weeks, studies have shown that eating an extra 14 grams of fiber per day 
which is the equivalent of a bowl of oatmeal with some diced apples, may cause you to lose an extra 4 pounds of fat in that same time frame. In her article, High Fiber Foods, fellow quick and dirty tips expert The Nutrition Diva tells you about other good sources of fiber, and I'll link to that article and episode in the episode show notes. Aside from fiber, there are other fat-burning foods that may not empty your wallet as quickly as weight loss supplements, but still contain similar ingredients. Look into jalapenos and chilies, a natural source of capsaicin, coffee, a natural source of caffeine, regular green tea full of epigallocatechin, EGCG, which the nutrition diva talks more about in her article on green tea, which I'll also link to, chicken, turkey, fish, and other lean sources of protein. In addition, think about this. Standing rather than sitting can burn 50 extra calories per hour. Pacing and twitching can burn 35 to 40 extra calories per hour. And laughing for 10 minutes can burn 40 extra calories per hour. Considering that standing to talk on your phone, tapping your feet, and watching a funny movie are far less expensive than weight loss supplements, you may want to think about this before forking over money for your weight loss supplements. For more metabolism-boosting tips and facts like the ones I just mentioned, you may also want to check out my book, 100 Ways to Boost Your Metabolism, which I'll link to in the episode show notes. So ultimately, weight loss supplements are going to give the most benefit to a bodybuilder who wants to shed an extra 1% body fat or so, or someone who just needs a little extra fat burning but already has a perfect exercise or diet routine. But for the average person who just needs to shed a few pounds, money would be better spent on a gym membership, running shoes, or a bicycle, and not on the overpriced weight loss supplements aisle of the local grocery store. Be sure to leave the Get Fit Guy a ranking in iTunes, and visit the Get Fit Guy Facebook page to take part in many of the other fat loss discussions that are going on over there. Follow the Get Fit Guy on Twitter for extra tips all day long, and finally, remember to sign up for the Get Fit Guy newsletter, where I send out free tips and videos. Until then, this is the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.